episode 51. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. We're visiting with J.D. Marie today in Calgary, Canada. J.D. Marie is an amazing singer-songwriter, and she also creates cartoon characters. Where do you hear the talent? It goes deep. So strap up your seatbelts, and let's go for a ride. So lucky to have J.D. Marie with us from Canada, the great country that everybody loves worldwide. Jay, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you. So nice to have you here. So which part? You're in Calgary, right? Yep, yep. I live in Calgary, right in the foothills, about an hour from the Rockies. Great. And uh, it's very beautiful out there, no? It's beautiful. It's 20 above, which I think would probably be about year 70 in the States. Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, I had the... Pleasure to go up to Vancouver uh, years ago and do some island camping. I actually went out on uh, with my son, and we did sea kayaks all around oh, Vancouver Island. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, Love it up there. A, yeah, it's the yeah. Vancouver is a beautiful city. Vancouver Island is gorgeous. I have relatives there. I spend a lot of time there. It's really really nice. Yeah. So hey, you've got like such an interesting tale to tell here. I don't know anybody <laughs> like you that is such an accomplished singer-songwriter, but also a cartoonist. So you obviously don't sleep, right? (laughs) I'm always on the go. Because in addition to this, you're also a teacher. So you are going all the time, all the time. Yeah, it keeps me active, yeah. Yeah, I'll say. So um, Listen, you've got so many projects. I don't even know where to start, but let's start with <laughs> let's start with uh, "Take Me Back." Okay, I want to give everybody just a little taste of what Jay's music is all about. And uh, so, why don't we open with that one and uh, play everybody a little tune called "Take Me Back"? So, check this out, folks. Another day, another 
gonna do? How can I make it through this day all alone? My heart is weighing heavy and my tears are falling like rain. The sun's rays keep beating down upon me through the pain. Yeah, talk to me about Take Me Back. How how did you come up with that? Okay, Take Me Back actually was written by a very good friend of mine, Jacqueline Kellogg, who lives about seven blocks from me. Um, I do write a lot of my own stuff, but for your show, I decided I wanted to pick some of my favorite songs, which were written by other songwriters. So Jacqueline wrote that, I believe, about 10 years ago. And it's basically, you know, an in-the-moment song. So many of us have had a relationship that has gone sour, and it's that in the moment, that first morning that you wake up by yourself on the pillow. So when I first heard that song, I just fell in love with it. So that's basically what it's about, you know, a love song, like take me back to those days when we were together again. Right, right. So isn't that convenient, having Jacqueline living only a few doors down from you guys? So you can, is she also an insomniac like you? She, she a little bit maybe she's um works during the day we get together once a week usually saturday afternoons i'll be going there later um she she's an incredible incredible songwriter she does not sing at all or play an instrument but she comes up with lyrics she writes stories i hadn't seen her for probably about seven years and i ran into her last christmas and we got talking and i found out she was a a songwriter you know kind of in the in the closet so listened to a lot of her stuff and just fell in love with her writing so we've um co-written about four songs in the last few weeks that we're quite excited about and at a later date i do hope to record them Yeah, tell me about the current album you have out now, Jay. What is it called? Okay, the current album I have out was from three years ago, and it's called Jota, J-O-T-A, which is my name in Spanish. And that name I came up with from um, some of my Spanish teacher friends. And it was basically, um, doesn't include any of Jacqueline Kellogg's songs, but it's a lot of songs that were originally written by my deceased aunt, Eileen Aubert. And she died about seven years ago. So these were songs I heard when I was growing up. And I recorded them. And so right now I'm working on a second album called Dreamin' Blues and Bar Rooms. So the song that we just heard, Take Me Back, will be on that, as well as another 12 selections. So I'm hoping sometime this winter to get it finished. That's fantastic. You yeah. you were so you have a lot of work um, to know. your credit. It's, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's amazing like how deep your catalog is. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> so um, what, so you're working on a new one now. Yeah. And when do you think this one will be out? Is it be out like next year? Or? Well, I'm hoping December. Uh, we'll see. The studio I go to um, is Mamio Beach, which is about three hours north of Calgary, just outside of Edmonton. The only time I can go is Sundays because of my teaching job. Right. The um, producer I'm working with, Miles Jackson, is an incredible and awesome producer, musician, recording engineer. And so a lot of it is time. We're hoping to get finished in December. There's another eight tracks right now in there that have not been released. I'm st- we're still working on. Okay. We may have to leave it till after Christmas because I'm off to Nashville um, right around the 20th or so of, Janu- of December. So we'll let me just happens. let me just interject for a second. Okay. Is there? It sounds like the cord you're talking on is moving around all the time. Is it? Is it? Is it because you're moving, or is it just the air going over it? Oh, you mean when I'm talking to you right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. 
maybe I'm moving. I need to sit still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, hey, so hey, tell, tell me about, um, so you're going to Nashville. What's happening down there? What's going on? Vacation or is it a music thing going I'm on? I'm for music and just to pursue my dreams. I do not want to wake up at 85 years of age and wonder what if, what if. It's never too late. Right. So I'm just going for it. I uh, have a place rented for five months. I should be there probably about the 6th of January because I'm stopping off in Phoenix um, to visit my mom. And from there, I'll drive straight to Nashville. And I'll probably to about the middle of June is when I expect to come back to Canada. So I'm I'm quite excited. Um, I may sleep for the first couple weeks, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I do have um, actually a couple of friends, about four or five friends in the eastern part of the United States that I'm hoping to get together with. So not just the music, um, just 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 to have fun. It sounds like it's going to be an awesome time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, that's great. It's such a great music town. I've spent a lot of time uh, down there over the past, I guess, mm-hmm. two years. And yeah. uh, it feels like, now it feels like I'm home when I go down there. Yeah. It's such a music, it is the music city, that's for sure. That's hey, let's do, let's do another one um, okay. from J.D. Marie, and this is called Walk That Walk. Oh, so okay. let's all walk that walk. What do you say? <laughs> Talking everywhere I've seen people walking Walking everywhere And they walk that walk Talk that talk The world's a-changing The world might end So they say You can have it your way It's hard to believe a word they say Uh very distinct unique style jay so thank you it's very hard for me to to put any kind of uh put you in any kind of cubby hold i don't think they built one for you yet <laughs> you know 
which I, I mean that as the highest compliment. It's like okay, it's got kind of like a country swing to it, a little bit of jazz in there. It's very, very cool. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a neat song. It was actually written by John Kitsko and huh. Jerry Dare. Uh huh. And they are they both live in uh, in Edmonton. Jerry is not writing anymore, but John Kitsko is, and John is actually we're co-writing a couple of things right now. So you you seem to do a lot of co-writing, which is really great. Um, yeah, and do you not, you seem yeah. to have people all over the place, huh? We, you know, we Canadians are very talented. I love yeah. that. I love that. <laughs> and um, I actually was born in the same city that Joni Mitchell is from. So there you go, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. One of my heroettes. <laughs> yes, Joni. Gotta love her. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to get too far away from the Cartoonville here because yeah. we got to touch on that. So tell me about when did it occur to you that you had this talent and this ability to create cartoon characters? You've been doing this a while? Yeah, okay. it started about 22 years ago. I was working as a waitress at, in a karaoke bar. And this is when karaoke first started in Saskatchewan, which is where I'm originally from. And so I started a mobile karaoke business. I thought this would be a great thing to go out and sing with everybody. And I was the first one doing it in Saskatchewan. And then eventually other people started doing it. I was also advertising in the Yellow Pages, which was costing me about $300 a month. So we're sitting in the food court with a girlfriend of mine who was having a coffee. And at that time, she was a smoker. You could smoke in balls. So she was having a cigarette, playing a scratch and win bingo card or something out of the newspaper. So I had my little karaoke booklets and I had this really cute little character on with a microphone and all of a sudden I had I had my first character talking with my friend Bonnie two days later I remember talking with a friend's um, mother and my mom outside in Saskatoon I went downstairs feeling kind of depressed I'd just been dumped <laughs> and, oh, wow. <laughs> and all of a sudden I had about 12 cartoon characters with a little bit of an original story and so at that time I actually um, was on the Deanie Petty show with it I made t-shirts I you know took my t-shirts out to all the gigs that I was doing in 40 below weather in an old beat up car um, you know just going and hearing people sing it was really really fun and um, then I put it in the closet I started teaching I moved to Calgary everything was on hold and all of a sudden about four years ago I just woke up one day and thought I'm just going to go record my music and do something with my cartoon characters and then all of a sudden I have 50 60 characters now you know, wow, so everything came song. back to you at once in your in the world yeah. of creativity for you. About four or five years ago. Yeah. Wow, that's really amazing that you, you just had it like, you know, it, it, there's no suppressing that, is there? I don't think there is. Now, there was probably a good 17-year break from doing my own music, my own creativity, because during that time I was teaching school. And so I think the creativity, putting it in the lives of children was still there. I do believe I did a lot of creative things as a school teacher, especially um, music teaching with young children and putting on drama and all sorts of assemblies, but my own stuff basically four or five years ago. Yeah. So when are we going to see your cartoons on Disney or, or you know? The cartoon, uh, cartoon character TV shows. When are we going to see that from, from uh, J, G, J D Marie? Let's keep thinking positive. I write down my goals every day. I'm just very focused on what I want. I have a whole pile more things that I'm creating. It's just, I mean, I it's finding the time, too. I think when I leave my teaching job in December, I will have a lot more time. Okay. So lots of work to do yet. So Nashville is going gonna, is gonna to kick all of this off, I have a feeling. 
Maybe, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Hey, we're going to get right back to cartoons. But meanwhile, let's step out of the box here and play Too Pretty to Picture with J.D. Marie. seen it's too pretty to picture out there it's too pretty to picture out there it's too pretty to picture out there surrounded by flowers and love in the air it's too pretty to picture To visit heaven It gives me the strength to go on It's in the master's hands He has a perfect plan It's too pretty to picture out there So I'd like to get the backstory on that one, Jay. Too pretty to picture. Tell us who's involved with that one. How you came up with that? Okay, uh, too pretty to, to picture is written by uh, an American um, by the name of David Jewell from Kansas City. Um, I met him a little bit about a year ago on Reverb Nation online, and I, you know, just kind of talking on through e- Reverb Nation, and I listened to a couple of his songs, and I actually liked a couple of them. And this one I liked. I had just lost my dad six months before. Found out David's birthday was um, Christmas Eve, the same day as my dad's. Um, just a lot of tragedy in my family and um, things going through. And I just, I really liked the song. So I recorded it and that's basically it. David was telling me he was passing by someplace and he saw a picture, I believe, in a magazine. And he looked at it and he thought, that must be heaven. So that's where he came up with the song. So I basically made it my own. It's really wonderful when songwriters like what you're doing. That's great. Great job. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, Beautiful song. Yeah, so Reverb Nation turns out to be a really great place for uh, like-minded songwriters, musicians to kind of... Uh, to kind of, you know, rub off on each other. I think it's a really great place. A lot of talent out there. Uh, there really is. There really is. There's uh, music in everybody, isn't there? there yeah, is. that's how we met, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great place. Hey, I yeah. wanted to ask you, when you're doing your comedy thing, when you're coming up with your, I don't want to call it comedy, but your characters, <laughs> you know, I'm sure some of them are comical, but when you're doing this, do you car- um, compartmentalize and say, I'm completely away from music. I'm in a different 
completely different place now. I can't interlink those, or are they somehow connected with you? At first, they were. Um, they came about from music, and when before I started recording, I had a lot of ideas for my characters to be doing a lot of the music that I do, and then. I would say right now it's separate. Really, it is. Right. So do you have like a schedule on how you manage to keep all these balls in the air? Like, how do you do this? Like, you know, well, I'm doing cartoons today. I'm doing music tonight. I'm doing music tomorrow. Do you do you try to schedule it or does it just come up like, well, I'm in the mood to do this? How do you how does your day work? Because obviously, you know, being a being a teacher, that's a, a big gig, big responsibility. Yeah. yeah. I think it just comes to me. I, music, I do schedule. I really do. Um, when I'm, if I, right now, because I'm going into the recording studio, I have so many songs I want to do. That is scheduled. The cartoon characters, I just come up with them. And uh, I just think of a name and think what they look like. And there you go. Right. Hey, uh, tell me about the studio. Like, are you working somewhere uh, in Calgary? Is there a studio close to you? How's your process with that? What? Tell well, us about that. The studio I go to is called Mamio Beach. It's uh, three hours north of Calgary, just outside Edmonton. That's where I go to, um, and I'm working with a um, recording engineer, producer, a really great musician by the name of Miles Jackson. Right. And the musicians we get, there's five or six musicians right now that are working with us on the songs. And so it is, it's a fair track. It's a good three hours away. So that is, and I'm off there again tomorrow. I'm up at 6 o'clock because I'm going to be at Miles tomorrow at 11, and we're hoping to get the vocals done on four more songs that he's got in there right now. Great. Do you um, do you use the same musicians, or is every song a different group of players, or does it uh, just depend on who's available? It depends on who's available, but right now for this CD, um, this one coming out, basically it is the same musicians. Now for the guitar, one guitar player, Dave may have only did maybe about four or five songs, and now another three or four, we have another two guitar players. Right. And your process, Jay, tell me about like when you're putting your music together, um, how do you how do you go? Well, you do a lot of co-writing, but if you're just sitting there coming up with things, uh, do you use a guitar, a piano, a notebook? Like what's your favorite thing to use? I use a piano. I'm a piano player. Um, that's what I use. I um, also have a notebook. I write on the computer. I have pieces of paper all over the place and right. in my purse. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to organize that and put it all in one notebook. But no, sometimes- don't bother. Don't bother. <laughs> I have, I've been trying that for 30 years. <laughs> it's like, you know, place. you have the Apple notes, you have a thing in your computer, you have oh. 16 notebooks everywhere. And uh, I've gotten better at like, you know, putting them in in different places and remembering where to go for them. But uh it just seems like you have to have that close to you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you really do. And when you walk into my classroom at school, my classroom is so organized. Like everything, my, my teaching, my marking, totally. My music life at home and my cartoon life, well, that's another story. Well, don't you feel like there's, there's a reason that you should be a little bit on the disorgan? I mean, to be really artistic... Um, and I'm German-Irish, and I always say to people that I have just enough German in me to keep me organized and neat. Uh, that's the 20% German okay. in me. Okay. <laughs> but, but I do tend to, when I'm writing a, a project, I like I have notebooks, every, like legal pads everywhere, and they're like half filled up with songs, ideas of songs, and there's just stacks of them everywhere. And then you just collect everything 
and then say, okay, it's time to put it all together. But I guess what I'm saying is I think there's probably an advantage to letting yourself uh, let it get a little bit cluttered up because all your, I think your the stimulation is really good. Okay, maybe a friend of mine asked me last night. I went to a retirement get together, and she notices what I do on Facebook, and she knows what I'm into. And she just said to me, "She says, Jay, how do you do all this stuff? I can't follow you." <laughs> just, this is this is just me. I am very active, but that's good to hear that I'm not the only one that has stuff all over the place. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's I think it's good at times. Hey, um, Jay, tell me about you've you've got seventy five. And correct me if that number's wrong. Cartoon characters, right? Okay. Uh, Somewhere around there, I believe I have 43 right now on my website. I have about another nine or ten characters that I'm working on that are not there, that are not finished. And I have about 20 squirrels that I'm working on, too. Oh, 20 (laughs) squirrels. Jeez. What do you do? You go to the store and buy, like, nuts by the the bucket load or what? (laughs) You have to have animals in the cartoon. Yeah, I guess so. The squirrels are are, are attacking us. So, so... Tell me about like give me your your one of your favorite characters. I mean, we don't have time to go through all of them, but but give me one or two favorites and just describe who they are and what they do. Okay, I'm going to describe to you Antoine Petrovka, and he is um, he is on my website scatchetunes.com, and he is a fashion designer. Okay, wait a minute. It's Antoine. 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 And his last name is. Petrovka. That's Pe- a that's a Russian Ukrainian name. Oh, Petrovka. Petrovka. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is, an, and Petrovka is the name of a bridge that is in Saskatchewan right now. And there used to be a ferry there that my uncle used to run. You know, the old ferries when you had the car going across. Yeah. So my uncle um, Fred was a ferryman for about 10, 11 years. Uh, no, gosh, no, 30, 40 years. So my, we got uh, a French Russian in yeah. Saskatchewan on a ferry? This is like the most eclectic tale I've ever heard. <laughs> no, we, we put the name, you have to, like, designers, fashion designers are European. So we had to have the name Antoine in Okay. There. So he's a French, you, we're not sure. But he, um, so he's he's probably one of my favorites. Um, he's a fashion designer. He's a really cute little character. And he's got two assistants as well. And when I get it finished, the actual shop, his design center that he has, like his, you know, his fashion show, it's actually going to be on a ferry across the river. Wow. So you have to really imagine what that could look like. I have not got it on paper yet, but I have it in my head. So what does he do for a living? <laughs> he's, a, he's, a fashion, he's a fashion designer. And, but does he really get paid or does he do, do, just do this like as, as, a, as a hoot, as a goof? Well, we hope he gets paid. Probably not. We're not sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. Okay. So give me, give me another character. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you somebody, and his name is Scumbucket. Okay. And the reason why, because really, you think of that name, everybody knows that name, Scumbucket. So I've turned him into a little cartoon character, and what he is, is he gets rid of all the scum, garbage, and problems of the world, and he bumps them in his little toy bucket, and that's why he's called Scumbucket. He collects all the junk, all the bad things in the world, and he puts it in his little bucket, which is actually a toy pail and shovel. Now, and did you target these guys for, uh, is it children's market, or is, could this be adult also? 
I think adults like cartoons. I do, too. I think they're I really think, good for you. I think everybody. I don't think we ever grow up. Yeah. I mean, look at The Simpsons. Up. I yeah. mean, or um, uh, what is it? Family Guy, The Simpsons. I mean, those are not written for kids. No, <laughs> no. And I, you know, and I mean, I think maybe any cartoon maybe has hidden meanings, but these are for kids. But I mean, I've got all my girlfriends, all guys in their 40s and 50 people that I know. Everybody likes cartoons. Yeah. And, um, you know, a couple of, some of my characters are modeled after real people. Some of them I just came up with. You Great. Know, so. I mean, this is, this is amazing. So when you, um, I saw some of your illustrations on your website. So yeah. when you design the, the cartoon character, obviously you put a lot of detail and attention into their surroundings, where they are, what it looks like, what the set looks like, you know, to give you kind of a, I guess, a vision of what their life is like. Yep, yep, and what I did with um, a lot of my cartoons, I've gotten a lot of help. Like, I sketch all the time. I have a lot of ideas. Uh, about four or five years ago, I had some of my students, some um, just for fun. We were They were creating some of my cartoon characters. The ones on my website were all ideas and sketches and things like that that I actually gave to an artist out of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. So those characters on my website, yes, they are my creations, my designs, but Chantella Viella, a very talented artist in Prince Albert, actually painted them for me. Because I have so much on the go, I, I will delegate as much as I can. Yeah. Well, you don't have time to do everything. I mean, no. just being the creator alone is a tremendous yeah. achievement. Yeah. So I should get help. Yeah, that's great. You, you have to do that. Hey, um, speaking of help, let's get into A Paycheck Away by J.D. Marie. Good luck to you 
Wow, that's a great song, Jay. Yeah, I really like it. I love that, and I love the arrangement on that. Yeah, really, yeah. just uh, very, very touching. Tell us about that backstory on that one. Okay, that's um, written by Lucy LeBlanc. She's a very talented songwriter um, out of Vancouver or White Rock, British Columbia. What's she her last name, Lucy? LeBlanc. 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 That is a French-Canadian name. It's Acadian. LeBlanc. L-E-B-L-A-N-C. LeBlanc. And, she, and Gary Lloyd, and that song is actually, uh, I believe, uh, copyrighted or whatever with uh, Blue Water Music out of Nashville. Lucy goes to uh, Lash- Nashville probably six times a year and very heavy into songwriter, songwriting. She does not sing or perform. She is a songwriter. And it's basically about, you know, being a single mom. And I've just been through that when I first heard that song. It reminded me of um, what it was like when I was by myself with my son. The song is about a little girl. That's a, uh, there's a girl in the song, but for me, it just really hit home. Wow. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. And Not who, having enough money, yeah. Yeah, who did the, uh, was that Miles Jackson that on was, that one? Uh, yeah, Miles Jackson, yeah. Wow, Very, he's great. Yeah. It, great production. I love it. love it. Okay, so, I'll tell him that. Yeah, tell him for sure. And um, tell me more about the the songwriting thing and the musical atmosphere where you are in Calgary. Is there a music scene or is it very remote up there? Um, I really don't know enough about the Calgary area for the okay. music perspective. Can you just give us like a okay. snapshot about that? There, we, it depends on the kind of music. There are live venues. Of course, Western Canada, all of Canada is not as populated as the United States. The winters are very, very cold. Uh, there are, are a few places. There is a country music association. There's jazz music. There's blues. So there's there is some action. For me, I would not enough for me right now. I would like to go down south. But there's there's things happening. What uh, are the like the hot spots? Are Montreal uh, and Toronto or? I can say so more though. Calgary does have more country music. Okay. Montreal, Toronto definitely pl- probably more. Maybe not as much country music, but country music is really growing more in Canada. There's a lot more associations starting. There's an incredible amount of good musicians. So I feel very fortunate to be working with some really talented songwriters up here in Western Canada. Um, very, very huge dance community in Calgary because we have the Calgary Stampede, so it's a very Western city. Yeah, great. So do, yeah, go out dancing a lot to country music and a lot of swing stuff too. So it's, yeah. It's, do you it's, all do the line dancing up there? We do line dancing. I'm still trying to figure it out. Every time I just, I, I know how to get in line, but it's usually from movie theater. That's about all I can do. Hey, Jay, tell me about your influences growing up. Who really got to you? and said, man, this is this is the kind of music that just hits me where I live. Like growing up, who were you who were your idols? Who did you look up oh, to? And- okay, well actually I was really into rock music. Uh, my dad would really love to sing, so I would hear the country music, the old country stuff from my dad. Now you're talking then, my language, girl. Yeah, oh big time. <laughs> like all the old country greats. Love all them. They're in the background. Okay. But for me in high school, it would have been Deep Purple, Uriah Heep, Led Zeppelin, Alice Cooper, that's who I listened to. Wow, that's that's amazing because <laughs> yeah. your music is not reflective no. of that at all. No, no, but that's what I listened to. But on the other side, it was all my dad's stuff. And then my auntie, Eileen, was very into singing at the lake. We would go to the lake as a family, and she heard my aunt would be around, two aunts would be around the campfire singing all these old songs. So that was there, too, I would say, half and half. Right. My um, early years, my 20s, were very heavy classical music. 
man, it's it's really yeah. something for me to hear that. I mean, really? yeah, yeah, because yeah. Um, because your stuff is uh, your, it's not. It, I know it's not a reflective of rock at all, which is cool. I mean, that's oh, great. But, I mean, you're yeah, being who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do so. I probably a little bit of everything. My twenties were all classical music, very heavy into opera, into art songs, um, piano, classical piano, and I probably got more into country, blues, and jazz when um, I hit my early thirties, which I do like, and I like all kinds of music. Right. Good. Hey, so tell me about like when you get in the submarine and close the hatch, right? And all the lights are blinking, and you've got your notebook out, and you're writing your song. What is the best? part of the process the creative process is it writing it by yourself finishing the song um is it that epiphany you have or is it in the studio when you finish the tracks you know from from going from the beginning of this process to the end is there a favorite sweet spot that you like more than any i think it's coming up with the lyrics I'm just thinking right now with the co-writing process, even though a lot of my co-writing songs are not finished yet, I absolutely love that. And hearing the finished process, hearing the instrumental tracks when they're all ready to actually go in and record. It is really amazing. You know, I don't. Really I think is. that's the it first is. time I asked that question of somebody. Is that and, right? and it just occurred to me that uh, I have to agree with you because for me, I think it's... Um, uh, for me personally, the music comes easy, um, but I always like stretch myself on the lyrics. Like I work, I think I work harder on the lyrics than anything else because, you know, you can always go back and say, wait, is that really, isn't there a better way to say this? I know. You know? And there, yeah. And there can be two, three ways to say the same thing. Yeah. So and I have yeah. to admire the country artists uh, for really setting the bar so high i think if anything the country artist really excels at writing beautiful stories and and finely crafted lyrics yeah i think a country song it should tell a story a lot of rock music has a lot of really good meaning too i'm at you know so i i really find just before you even take it to a studio coming up and finishing a song and then of course the whole process after that but if you can come up with the lyrics and the way that you actually would like it right. to sound even though it may be rough to me and doesn't have to be on the piano or anything like that but if you've got the story and the lyrics and in your head how you would like that right but do, when you, when you say when you have it in your head do you envision, like, do you know exactly how that song is going to come out? Like, let's say you convey to your producer, you sit down with Miles and say, Miles, listen, this is exactly how I want it to come out. Does it ever come out exactly the way you envision it? I think it comes out better. <laughs> I, think, I really do. I yeah. really do. You know? I was going to say, I, I, I never ever know how yeah. one of my songs are going to end up but i agree it always comes out better than you imagined yeah. it yeah you know? i think so because all these other instruments come in and uh i think i think producers and recording engineers the talent they know what to where to put the right instrument and they mix it right yeah and then i will listen to everything i hear song things that he doesn't hear i know if there's something in my voice that i don't like or if this is too loud so i may suggest and but yeah it's it, it really it really is a really neat process yeah having a great producer is just it such really, i mean it, it you don't really know until you get with somebody good i've been very fortunate to work with kim copeland in yeah, nashville yeah, and kim I'm, has taught me so much and i she's just like and sometimes she teaches me so much by just being quiet and i watch what she does and listen to her maybe not even talking to me but when i need a good talking to she 
comes in and tells me how it's done. (laughs) And uh, when you have somebody like in your camp like that, um, it's just it's just like a secret weapon. It's just wonderful. Yeah, it, it really is. I know you mentioned her to me, and I know I listened to a couple of your songs. So who knows, after Christmas, I may look her up, too. Yeah, you should go say hello to her. She's yeah. a wonderful lady and a very yeah. talented woman. Hey, yeah. um, so tell me, as we're winding down here, Jay, tell me what is going on with you with this move to Nashville. What are you looking forward to the rest <laughs> of the year? I mean, besides the Grammys and the Disney, uh, all the things that's going to happen to you, I, I, I just want to know... How, you know, how are you feeling about the rest of the year and going into next year? Well, I have to say I am very scared to drive on your interstates. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? Listen, you, listen, you should just take a take a helicopter. You'd be safer. <laughs> no, I know. I, at first, I had to get a different car this year, so I've decided to drive. I cannot be someplace without a car for five, six months. Right. So I am really working on psyching my thinking up so that I can do this. I can drive by myself. I will be okay. I'm going to really look at a map, but I mean, I get lost here on grid road. Jay, so. I give you a little bit of advice. Just <laughs> tune your podcast into Dharmic Evolution and you'll be fine all the way down. Okay, I will <laughs> do that. Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to, I know um, you get a little bit chillier weather too in the yeah. States and there I hear there can be a little bit of ice, but I still think the weather will be a little bit nicer. Well, Nashville is usually much warmer with the exception of last year with the, all the ice storms. They, they, they had a lot of challenges. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. crazy hey yeah. um so listen i want it i want you to uh let everybody know where can we find jd marie and it's j-a-y-e-d-m-a-r-i-e and we want to know how to buy your music how to visit you where do we find out oh, all the information okay. about Thank your you. cartoons everything jay Okay, well, my website with my cartoons is skatchatoons.com, S-K-A-T-C-H-A-T-O-O-N-S.com. That is after where I was born, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And if you can spell it, good for you. Awesome. And Yeah, and of course on CD Baby, as well as on iTunes. I have another website, jdmarie.com, which I'm in the process of updating. I haven't, I need to update it. So that's basically it. A few other places here in Canada, like a few service stations, things like that, but basically online. And you're also on Facebook and you're on SoundCloud as well. Yeah. yeah, so you can find Jay everywhere and anywhere. So just, folks, please take a look at her website. Her cartoons are unbelievable. And you heard her music, so you know how good that is. So um, I encourage everybody to stop and visit Jay and uh, get a laugh from the cartoons. See the, see the incredible artistry that goes into all her work. And Jay, listen, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. Had a great time visiting with you today. Thank you. And I can, count, you. I can count another dear Canadian friend now boy I'm, I'm getting a roster full of you guys which i love yeah we're pretty so, awesome up here yeah, i think you are yeah the, 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 the most beloved nation in the world and i've read that so many times are the canadians how is that ever nice you yeah know? yeah so it, it's a cool thing thank so you. uh yeah thanks for being here jay thank you okay thanks kevin for having me i think kevin needs to work on his english i think it's beloved nation Anyway, J.D. Marie. Now, this lady stacks the cool from all levels. I don't know how she does it. I think she sleeps maybe two hours a night, if that. 
Take me back, walk that walk to pretty dead picture and a paycheck away. Singer, songwriter, cartoonist J.D. Marie. Hope you guys had fun with that. Yeah, she's just, um, when she's not teaching students, she's either collaborating with her friend and neighbor Jackie Kellogg on the latest and greatest songwriting venture or just um, up late at night creating cartoon characters. Hope you guys had fun on this one. Check out the show this coming Wednesday, January 6th on episode 52 with Susan Moranti from The Land Down Under. Susan is another brilliant songwriter, singer who will charm us with her talents. Hey, if you get a moment, go over to dharmicevolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. And if you are a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Also, there's videos, photos, conversation, music downloads, links to all of my past guests. And if you've been on the show, you are on that site. Don't forget the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. I'm your host, everybody, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from a stage. Let's do it.